You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, I hope your Tuesday is rocking, and uh, thanks for joining me for pursuing God. You know, the Bible records for us that when God was creating the world, He looked at the moon, the stars, said it's good. He looked at the plants, the animals, said it's it's good. Everything God made was good. And then he created the first human being, and he said, it is very good. But it didn't take God long to notice there was something not good about what he had made. God began to notice the loneliness in Adam's soul, the isolation he felt in his heart. And in Genesis 2.18, we hear for the first time God saying it is not good. Something was imperfect about his creation, and God declared it's not good for the man to be alone. And so God makes another human being for the sake of relationship, the sake of togetherness, for the sake of ending the aloneness. And Eve not only addresses Adam's longing for togetherness, but because of her reproductive capabilities, they can have children who will later provide another form of togetherness we call a family. So God, in his wisdom, created us in his image, designed us to experience his best in community with him and others. In the New Testament, we see how Jesus lived out God's design for living in community with one another. Jesus knew we were hardwired for relationships and togetherness. It's it's why he handpicked, did life together with 12 guys that he built deep relationships with. And that colorful cast of characters became like brothers to one another. I mean, within that group of 12, then think about it, Jesus drew even closer to three of them, Peter, James, and John, and the the three of them banded together and helped each other reach their full spiritual potential. And then do you remember what the first followers of Jesus did after his death and resurrection and ascension into heaven? They met in the upper room, the same upper room that Jesus had gathered with, with the disciples for the Last Supper. On several occasions, I've personally had the opportunity to visit that site in Jerusalem uh, that commemorates the upper room. And Acts one fourteen says they all joined, here's the word, together, constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brothers. Then Acts chapter 2 begins with the words, they were all, get this, together. Later in that same passage, after 3,000 were baptized, which Uh, Many of you have the opportunity to do this coming weekend at an Eastside campus as we conclude the At The Movie series. The the Bible says in Acts 2.44 and following that all the believers were together and had everything in common and they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. And every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. These people who belonged to the very first church figured out that they were better together. Their prioritization of relationships is evidenced by the fact that all over the neighborhood of Jerusalem, they met together in people's homes. And years later, when the Apostle Paul was writing a letter to the church at Corinth, he used a metaphor for this doing life together. And he said that followers of Jesus were like a human body where, where every part is dependent on every other part. In 1 Corinthians 12, beginning in verse 12, he, he writes, Our bodies have many parts, but the many parts make up only one body when they're all put together. And so it is with the body of Christ. Each of us is a part of one body. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, some are free, but the Holy Spirit has fitted us together all into one body. Notice the people who made up the church at Corinth were very different from each other. 
For example, they had ethnic differences in the church. There were Jews. There were Gentiles. There were economic differences. There were slaves. There were free. Nevertheless, the Holy Spirit had fitted them together. God's dream for his church has always been that it would be a place where walls come down and people of different races and different genders and different economic positions and different ages and members of the Republican Party and Democratic Party and people who just like to party and Angel fans and Dodger fans and Viking fans and Ram fans and Charger fans and Bears fans and Packer fans would all be better together. God, I thank you for this compelling teaching from your word. And it's not good for us to be alone. And yet some of us are living life alone. And it's not even because we're necessarily isolated from people. Sometimes we're in crowds. We're around people all the time. But we kind of self-isolate or keep up a barrier. Don't draw close or we're never vulnerable. And, And so I pray that you'd use these times this week to provoke our thinking to think either how we can move toward community, toward that, or how we could invite others to join us in that kind of community together. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 